Hi, this is Apostle Dr. Baker, J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, welcoming you to the Tell It Like It Is, The Kingdom Way with Apostle Baker and Apostle Calvin Cook. I want you to, uh, uh, you know, push your friends and, and your enemies and all the people that you know and let them know that Apostle Calvin is showing about deception in the, you know, from, from the aspects of the tabernacle. And I want to let you know, if you desire to seed into this program, into what it is that we're doing, the information will be coming up on the screen and it's mtem.org and you can contact us there. Oh, and I want to let you know my new book, The Spirit of the Fear of the Lord in You is coming out soon. So that's going to be exciting, challenging and all of that. So without any further ado, I want to bring in my brother, Calvin Cook, Apostle Calvin Cook. Hi there. Hey, uh, good evening. Good. Well, it's afternoon here in California, maybe a little later in other areas. Uh, welcome. Praise God. I have my little sister with me here today and we come uh, to... No, no. <laughs> Okay. I know you remember when she was walking around 300 and some pounds. See, so that's why you call it little. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Well, that's why you had more than enough ministry because there was more than enough of you. <laughs> I still got more than enough ministry. Now, <laughs> now it's God we're talking about. It ain't okay. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, we, we are, we're talking about a, a, a subject that I see uh, maybe not understood. And the, uh, one of the things that, uh, Satan used, he deceived the woman, uh, and he which is a type of the church, and that spirit of deception is still in the atmosphere. And gullible people, unlearned people, un undisciplined people can lay prey of this particular spirit. This is why uh, Jesus in the tabernacle presentation covers us from future deception in present day. He said, I can tell you, listen to the the verbiage in this listen to what he says he says in the last day what does he say false prophets false christ false apostles false brethren false doctrine dragon water out of his mouth false spirit he said in this day we live there would be many so it, it would be it would behoove us to understand that deception is out there for those who are not trained as and, and, and skillful uh, in warfare and understanding of the enemy's noema, whether his scheme or his tactic uh, to beguile us, to get us to buy into something that's deceptive in its presentation and the outcome leads to destruction. And so I just want to deal with a little bit more of this. Uh, uh, I thought it was interesting how God inserted one covering with 11 covers well, all the others had 10. And it's interesting that he uses gold rings to attach the, cover, the, the curtains together. And if you ever saw the curtain, it, it looked like the gold was there. It's sort of the gold that blended in to make the curtain one. In other words, whenever there's an anointing between two people, that is the potential of those two people being one fabric of God's purpose in the earth. And now he anointed all of us with the same anointing. You, there is no Friday anointing and a Saturday anointing and a Sunday anointing, this kind of anointing. There's one Holy Spirit, and he is the 
one that represents the Messiah or the Christos or the anointed one. We got all this. We we like to label and, and give things names and and acronyms and we, we do all kind of and all kind of things and cliche. But the the fact of the matter is one Holy Spirit that's diverse in his operations with man. He his he's more than a diamond. There's no way for you or I to capture the ability the fullness of the Holy Spirit, except what he would reveal to you in a minute. Because you, he would open, he would blow the unit out if he showed you the fullness of what he represents. We don't have the capacity until we're transformed. And then we're on that way to it. Anyway, let's move out. Put the, could you put the covering back up there, Joe? Because there's some things there, young man, I want to show today that I, I alluded to last week. Now, one of the things I want to talk to you about the goats here is that these curtains referred to as the tent, they were placed directly over the curtains of white linen. You know, they were right over the curtains of, of, of white linen. Uh, and so, which means that the deception, watch this, he says, he that knew no sin became sin that you might become righteous. So he covers you so that uh, uh, you don't, you're not found guilty of what you still haven't been delivered from. Oh, Lord Jesus. A lot of us don't, didn't know what I just said. But I haven't been delivered from everything, but I can't be judged by it because it, God, God has made me righteous, which means he has the right to finish the work he's done in me. Do you know that's what this whole thing is all about? All of us haven't reached where he wants us to reach, but he made us the righteousness of God so he can finish the work. You can't touch me. You can't condemn me. No weapon formed against me. Why? He made me to be the righteousness of God. Why? He works in me, the willing to do, and he covers me until the work is done. <laughs> oh, and this is what he's trying. This is why he hears you, Colossians chapter 3, in Christ and God. I want you to see this because it's a it's important that you see that you've been hidden in your life and you are dead and your life is hidden in Christ and God. You are now supposed to be dying daily, which means you have a way of coming back to life in some areas. So you have to go back to the death of the cross again and reckon yourself to be dead under sin and alive under Christ. And it talks about in Romans 6, you got to do this all the time when, you know, I'm going to be very candid with you. Um, Sometimes, uh, no, I won't do that because some of you are not ready for what I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm going to tell you anyway. I walked somewhere and some voluptuous looking woman walked by me. I mean, she was showing, and she did it on purpose, and she circled. Like a wagon train, like Andy coming. And she circled that wagon train, and she made sure I got two looks at that, at that, at that wonderfully shaped flower that she was. And I said to the Holy Spirit, is this too much? You know what he told me? Yes. Turn away. Why, why am I telling you this? Because I don't care what your name is. You are, you are subject to be tempted some way, somewhere. There's something in you that's not complete. Christ, you better hear me. But I'm aware of Calvin. So I keep me on a very tight leash. You know, some people got their dogs on a long leash. I keep my my puppy on a tight lease. That puppy's called my flesh. So he can't get out away from me where I lose control of him. Apostle Calvin. 
Is that what the scripture in, in uh, Corinthians, when it says that there is no temptation that will come upon you, that God has not already provided a way of escape? This is what you're talking is. I mean, is that? I could use that. I, I could use that. Uh, I don't. I could use that scripture, but that that pitch, that scripture said there's no temptation that's common unto man. You know, in other words, you're not the only one being tempted by similar temptation. But the temptation that's common to man is not lustful of flesh. Every man's not. I wasn't. I didn't like pornography. I had to touch my that stuff. I didn't want to just see it. I'm a touch or feel type person. And so pornography didn't do nothing for me. My friends tried. Uh, no, I don't do that. Get away from me. But but some people, it's alcohol. Some people, it's drugs. Some people, it's money, gambling. Like some of my friends, they were gamblers. And man, they lost everything. But the temptation is, we see that the, 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 the beginning of that temptation, where we understand what it really means, is to get you to deny the inerrancy of God's word. Because the first question is, did God say? He came to Jesus with the same thing he came to Adam. God, did God really say about the tree? Came to Jesus. If you are, you know, did he really say you were? And so the, the, the temptation that's common unto man is that the, the devil wants you to find fault in God's word in areas of your life. So you don't trust in that area. And that which means you've been deceived. That's where that spirit of deception. Now, I want to take you back to the picture for a minute and show you that you see the five columns in the front. The five gold columns standing there. Notice that they're covered. And notice that they don't cover anybody. Excuse me. You see the fivefold ministry in this ministry in this picture don't cover anybody. They are covered as well. Whatever covers the people covers the leaders. Let me read it to you out of Isaiah chapter 30. It says, Woe unto you, rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take of counsel, but not of me that cover with a covering, but not of my spirit. See, man is not a, can cover you. He says the covering is Holy Spirit. Every one of these coverings is symbolic, but they represent the covering of Shekinah glory that was over the camp. That's a keeping cover. The shoes didn't wear. Nobody got sick. The clothes didn't wear out. Why? Because that's the keeping heaven covering over the work of God's hand. Man don't have the power to keep your shoes from feet from swelling. And you see that man can't cover you like that. Man has man has the right to oversee you Why God covers you. Man, God gave us the right to oversee the people of God. But never have I any. I can't even cover my wife. I had to put my wife under God's covering. If I was going to cover anybody, it'd be my wife. I can't cover my wife, except I can ban my wife. I can, because I, that's why I put the marriage ring on, because I'm her house banned. I banned her. When I made vows, I banded her. She's in the center of this ring, and nothing can get past me to get to her, lest it first get to me. Adam opened up the band. He allowed, he allowed the strong man to come into his house and steal his authority, steal his dominion, and speak to his wife unauthorized to talk to her because her and him were one. He could have stopped the conversation, except he was interested also in partaking of the fruit. Let me move on out of there. And so let me keep reading about this covering. It says that you walk down into Egypt and have not asked of my mouth to strengthen yourself with the strength of Pharaoh. 
and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Listen to this. Therefore, shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame and the trust in the shadow of Egypt, your confusion. By Christ, God doesn't want us going down there, getting involved, thinking that the president's going to cover you, the Social Security is going to cover you, that the senator is going to cover you or any other man. The covering that's going to keep you from the days that are coming ahead is the covering of the Lord by his spirit. That's why he hid you in Christ and God. You got to understand me. We're a spiritual people. We, our journey in this particular place we're in is a spiritual journey. Yeah, we got an earth suit, but that's not the real us. The real us lives inside that suit. Uh-huh. It has a soul, come on, lives in a body that is a spirit being. Amen. I'm starting to realize more and more how I can stay awake all night is because my spirit will rest my body while my spirit man is on an assignment of communication with God and prayer. And I can wake up rested because God, uh, come on, is a spirit in those who, come on. I, anyway, I don't want to get into that. But I have, I, I asked myself, how in the world are you going? And I know you've been up all night. I know you've been up all night in the word and reading and praying and meditating. And I get up and I, and I do, a, I do pass out now at the end of the day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing my I'm doing the best I know how to do with 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 the thing. Now, I want you to see that everything's covered in divine order. And when that order was finally done and everything was the Shekinah glory came without anybody yelling for fire. Nobody had to plug in those smoke machines. They didn't have to do anything because once you do once you're in divine order, then the order of God comes into heaven. He said, watch this. When you do what I've asked you to do, that's the will of God being done. And then the kingdom will come. And that was a representation of the Shekinah glory being over the tent because the people of God had done. Nobody in the camp was yelling fire, fire, revival, revival, renewal, renewal. Come, They weren't doing that. They were just doing the leadership was leading them into what it was considered to be the will of God. And when that came to its fruition, then the, fire, the heavens kissed the earth. It called the Shekinah glory of God. And now we do all kinds of machinations. And I'm, and I'm trying to tell you, it's more of us being in order than it is us saying stuff and doing stuff and rolling and, 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 and trying to do some to make job, God beat. I had people come in my prayer room and throw my chairs, bump up against the wall. I had to, I had to, you guys got to go home. Uh, that's not, we don't do we don't do that. I had to put a few people out of the prayer room because they thought prayer was calisthenics and gymnastics and all kind. That's not how you do it. Now you can in your prayer meeting, but you can't do that over here uh, because that's uh, everything's done decently and in order. Can I take you uh, a little bit further? Uh, so so it moves uh, uh, everything when it's in its proper place. Uh, the curtains served as a roof for the building, completely covered the framework of the boards. Uh, the many-membered body of Christ, these boards held up and displayed the four curtains and coverings so that we together lift up and display Christ as well as cover one another by excluding any natural light from the outside. Another characteristic of these coverings was no intellect or natural light is necessary when you come into the church realm or the realm of the kingdom. 
It's the father of light who wants to reveal the plan and the journey into the kingdom to you when you come into the right environment. He wants you to be a student and not come in to teach him the ways you learned in the world or you learned in Bible school or you want to exercise your Greek and your Hebrew like so many of you want to do and disqualify anybody who didn't go to that Greek and Hebrew school that you went to or didn't study under that rabbi that you studied under. And they're telling you that the fivefold ministry ascension gifts or what we call the ascension gift is not good enough to bring you to perfection, but you got to add something to the, uh, the formula to bring the people to maturity. And that's a lie because it's not mentioned in the scriptures. And you can't add to this word and keep taking it away to satisfy your curiosity when you ought to be working on your obedience and binding up the spirit of deception so you don't get tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Just because somebody can say Yeshua and do that doesn't mean they have a relationship with God. It doesn't, it just means they studied the language. I'm trying to help you understand something. You have to begin to understand there's a difference between having an intimate relationship with God or intimate relationship with a language or study or study or being astute or being a learner, cognizant reasoning. And that is not what was allowed in this tenant area. So it was covered to protect you and sanctify you from the noemas and schemes and imaginations that would try to come into your mind and bring in something into the kingdom that would be considered a mixture. Are you listening to what I'm telling you? Now I'm doing this now, before we go any further, I'm gonna sit still before God and I'm gonna say, God, okay, I'm ready to go forward, but I need you to do a mixture check with me. I wanna make sure that what, I'm, what I have and what I'm carrying for you is not mixed with other things. I, I'm not hearing you say nothing now because we can't go on saying we represent heaven on earth as it is in heaven on earth and got earthly mixture in our in our concepts and our doctrine and our presentation. I watched some of the program and some of it's not kingdom. It's still religious presentation, uh, but that's okay because they're going to, they're coming on into the kingdom of God. We can't expect everybody because everybody's not coming from the same place. Some people come in further away than I thought they were coming from. I didn't know how ingrained they were in, in, in religion and doctrine. But now I can see clearly that they were really rooted. I've been out 20 some years out of that religious church, out of Saul's house where they throw spears at you and javelins. I've been out of that where one man runs the show. And you see at the picture of this front a picture of this covering, there's five stanchions. No one man could build this body. It, it, it takes all five of those presentations. And the word is anthropos, which means mankind. That means women are included in this five-fold ministry presentation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've seen what the Catholics did. They took the word junica, which was, in a, which was a female apostle. Watch this. And they changed it to worker of the house. They changed their name from junica. They did it on purpose, and they changed their name to translate out worker of the house. Now, come on. Every man wants the woman to be a worker of the house, to fry the chicken and lay on the bed and do candlestick texts and give me children, but you don't have no other value. No, 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 by Christ. Listen to me. Look at the picture. That picture lets us know that there is no such thing as prophetess and all this other sex stuff. There is no gender in this new creation, man. We are a new species and we don't produce through natural means. We produce by reproducing after his kind which is the seed of the sun. 
And that is a spiritual seed of sonship. And there's no way to create a member out of a sonship seed. Only thing it could, uh, Jesus wasn't a member of nothing. He was a son of God. And that's what he was recognizing. When he came out the waters of baptism, he said, oh, uh, thou art my son, a member of the Sanhedrin, a member. Of, he didn't say that. He said, this is my son, exclusively me, my son, that, who I'm well pleased. He's my son. He hasn't done a miracle. He hasn't done a sign and wonder. He hasn't preached in anybody's church. But he is my son. As he's my son. I'm well pleased. Some of you are trying to do to prove that you're a son when you have to be a son before you do anything. You have to have an identity of who you are before you can do anything that's validated by the Father. Can I go on a little bit further? So you see the coverings, uh, the badger skin, which I found out is not badgers. There was no badgers in Egypt. I did a study. There's only porpoises in the Red Sea. So I was told that these outward skins were actually porpoise skins, which were, were, were there were many of the porpoises in the, in the, in the uh, now river, excuse me. And so because of that, they their shoes they had on their feet, many of the people had on porpoise skin shoes. Yes, they did. And uh, it took me a long time uh, to find that out, but I did. And so and the reason that, uh, that covering is the over because if you looked at that from the outside, you would say, "Ain't no beauty in there. Ain't nothing of any value. Ugly skin on top of this thing." And that's why Jesus came. The Bible said he wasn't comely. There was no beauty in him. He wasn't some uh, Salmonio or whoever it was, Charlton Heston or whoever they tried to make Jesus. He didn't look like that, and he didn't come like that. They weren't drawn to him because of his looks. They were drawn to him because of the anointing and the nature that he walked in. See. And amen. Now, and so that badger skin covers everything, so nobody that has not made a commitment can have any opinion about what's going on in the things of God because they can't see. God says you can't see unless you're born again, and if you're born again, then you get a right to see what's in the kingdom, what's in the church, what's in. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the covering is not only it's a protection. Did you hear what I said? It served as a divine sanctuary. God and his people dwelt with one another in this tent of meeting. They served as a type and a picture of Christ as head in the body, Christ the body, his church. Uh, they demonstrate the biblical principle of covering in Leviticus chapter 11, uh, uh, 32 and 33. Behold, a king shall reign in righteousness and the princess shall rule in judgment. And a man, Christ, is the head and his Christ, the body, shall be as a hiding place from the wind and a cumbered uh, from the tempest as rivers of water in a dry place and a shadow of a great rock in a weary land. That's, also, that's Isaiah 32, 1 through, 1 through 2. And so everyone, everything that operates as a covering, watch this, is to protect you until something is completed. That's what I'm coming to. You go to your church, you come under the apostle or the leader, if you got a pastor, uh, whatever it is, you're there until what they were intended to have help you come to is you can't leave from the middle of the operating table. Just get up and say, okay, doctor, I'm not going to wait for you to put my kidney back. I'm leaving. You can't do that. They're working. They're doing a divine work in you, and you're not supposed to get up and leave until it's done. My God, I wish somebody would listen to me. 
there's a whole lot of people walking around with their guts out because they never stayed in a place where they were. Some of you left it. Thank good God you left because the men of God and women of God didn't have your good intentions in mind. They weren't working in you to help God willing to do. They're working to get something out of you, some more money, some more thousand dollar property lines. But that's OK. Let them do that. But there's going to be something real that we're going to model. You're going to be able to run it. Don't worry about them. There's God. God says, I'm able to, to handle that which belongs to me. I can I can handle that. And if they won't do what I want, I'll handle that too. But you, that's not your job. Your job is to stay in tune of what I'm doing here with you so you don't lose focus. I need your full undivided attention to do this thing here. That's what I'm learning. There's a whole lot of things to get caught up in. He said, don't do that. Don't get caught up in that. Don't do that. Don't worry about what they're doing over there. How's your train running? What's your house look like? What's your kitchen look like? What do your things look like? Come on. How does how do you operate in love? How do you operate? Right, who who's your who's covering you? Is it some man? You're in trouble. Come on. Is it is it a prophet that always wants some for you? You're in trouble. You, you need to start asking God to give you discernment, to give you greater discernment. But he can't give it to you if you won't get in the word. He says it comes as a result of the strong meat of his word. So you can ask God for wisdom and you can ask God for a whole lot of things. But you got to be able to give God what he needs to be able to give you those things. And that means you got to be in the student of the word. You got to get in the word and play your part there. You got to get in the word because spirit of deception, he tells us it's out there. There's many shall be deceived in that day. Many will come and say, Lord, Lord, didn't I? And he says, no, you didn't do it right. Depart from me. So you see there's a problem. Uh, amen. I notice that people are starting to disappear from church at a time we're not supposed to be disappearing from church. I'm concerned about that. Why are you missing church now in this critical hour? Why are you vacillating and halt between two opinions during one of the most critical turning points of the church, which is right now you ought to be committed and fully sold out to the journey ahead in Christ. You should not be drawn back at all in terms. You ought to be partnering with every member of your family to do the will of God together corporately. No longer anybody holding back because you're going to need each other in the days ahead. Praise God. Amen now. Amen. We're talking about covering, and it's not a game. You don't let strangers cover you. Somebody may be on television, they may be very popular, but you don't know them. It says, know them that labor among you. Don't let anybody just put a covering on you. I told you the other day that in San Jose, you could go and get $1,500 and buy an ordination. You could buy your ordination papers for $1,500. That man didn't know anybody in San Jose. He was in San Diego. But people were buying that order. And we had people in our church, they wanted to be called reverend. They wanted to be called. And they were scoundrels in their behavior. They were scoundrels as hell. I knew them. They were part of my prayer ministry. Why would you want, why are you? But the man didn't know. So he ordained, all he wanted was the money. But he wanted that $1,500. He made thousands and thousands of dollars off people who wanted to jump the system who wanted to circumvent uh, 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 the proper way of doing things. And to me, that's what I'm talking about, covering. We have run out of time again. Oh, this Lord. is very, very, very good. And we will continue it, though, because this is one of the things we're going to. Can we continue this through the month of January so that the, uh, people can can really walk in this as you're revealing the covering of the tabernacle? 
this um, on our next program, Apostle Calvin will continue on this subject. And this is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology and her brother, Apostle Calvin Cook. And we'll be back next time when we're here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Bye-bye, everybody. Yeah.